This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. Welcome to Phase 2 King County. Washington's health secretary just gave the county the green lights to advance. He also gave Island, Lewis, and Mason counties approval to move to Phase 3. Now only three counties are left in Phase 1. Those include Yakima, Benton, and Franklin. They are all, of course, still dealing with outbreaks. So here's some of the highlights of what's allowed now that we are out of the modified Phase 1. Restaurants will have more seating available. Office-based businesses can invite employees back, although working remotely is still encouraged, if possible. And the Seattle Aquarium says they will reopen right away. Witham Park Zoo is waiting until July 1st. So here are some of your reminders from the public health experts. They say to keep wearing a mask, stay in your neighborhood as much as you can, and also stay six feet away from other people unless they are part of your five-person max quarantine group, they say. You should ideally not meet with more than five people outside of your household per week. And, of course, staying home is still the safest thing to do. Dave, you've been staying home a lot, I know. I've been staying home quite a bit, yes, except for the weekends. The weekends, I I venture out, you know, I stick a toe in and then rush right back inside. Indoor religious services can begin again in modified phases one and phase two counties, although with limited capacity. Governor Inslee updated the health and safety guidelines for those services yesterday. The guidelines caution that, quote, with frequent reports of spiritual gatherings becoming COVID-19 super spreader events, if possible, spiritual worship should continue to be done remotely or at a drive-in service. The ban on all indoor religious services still holds for counties in phase one. Only outdoor religious gatherings with fewer than 100 people are allowed. In phase two and in modified phase one counties, which no longer includes King County, but does now include Chelan and Douglas, indoor services are back. The building can be no more than 25 percent full or host more than 200 people, whichever is less. And now on to phase three counties. Uh, They can have 50 percent capacity or up to 400 people indoors, whichever is less. In all of these phases, whether indoors or outdoors, face masks are required before, during, and after the service. There's still a ban on those choirs, but singing is allowed as long as the face masks stay on. Dave, I know, you know, religious services, they have been a point of contention throughout the pandemic as the governor tries to balance public safety with the right to pray. Yeah, and this is a tough one because we are singers. We like to sing in church and sing uh, fairly loudly because we go to St. James and there's a big old organ there. And uh, I try to compete with it as much as I can. (laughs) But singing is one of the worst things you can do, apparently. Now, I I see they're saying singing with a face mask is uh, is okay. So uh, I suppose we could cope with that. Uh, We used to have, of course, uh, a peace greeting in the middle of the mass, which involved usually a handshake. We got rid of that Mm -hmm. even before the uh, the isolation began. And uh, then there's the distancing in the pews. I suppose they could mark the pews in six foot increments. I suppose we could have assigned pews like they had in the uh, in the old days. We've been going to mass on uh, uh, Facebook videos, oh. and uh, it's been pretty well attended. I think between five and six hundred people on uh, on a Sunday for each of the two services, and uh, it, it, it's worked pretty well. It's not quite the same. Uh, I haven't been told, we haven't been told by the parish that uh, we're coming back into the worship space yet, but um, I'll give it a try when yeah. we open up and, and, and see how uh, 
how safe we feel. I was going to say that that's a setting that you'd be comfortable joining uh, a church service, um, you know, with you know perhaps some social distancing guidelines in place. Yeah, if everybody's wearing a mask, and I'm, I'm pretty sure if that's the rule, then that's exactly what the uh, the pastor will ask people to do. Um, but boy, it would sure be nice to get back to the way it was. You're going to have to sing a little bit louder with that mask on. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I'm worried I'll just blow it right off, and then that would be bad. All right, let's talk about the Trump rally, shall we? Yes. Here we go. The nation will be watching Oklahoma closely in the coming weeks. Tomorrow is the big President Trump rally in Tulsa, and public health experts say they are concerned. And that includes the nation's top infectious disease experts, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, he would not explicitly uh, call out this rally, but he did tell CBS News. When you have active infection in a particular community, wherever that is, and right now in the United States, to a greater or lesser degree, that, that's kind of almost everywhere and anywhere, at least the majority of places, that the best way to protect yourself and to prevent acquisition of and spread of infection is to avoid crowds. If, in fact, for one reason or other, you feel compelled to do that, which we don't recommend, then wear a mask at all times. Now, the president's campaign will be giving out masks, but not requiring anybody to wear them. They also need to sign waivers promising to not sue the campaign if they catch the coronavirus. Oklahoma's Governor Kevin Stitt went on Fox News and answered a question about the decision not to require masks at the event. Well, we're going to follow the president and the vice president's lead on that. We'll be They'll be temperature checking at the door when they come in. And again, um, I'm very reluctant to mandate uh, wearing a mask. And so if you feel the freedom and you want, we just believe in freedoms in Oklahoma. If you if you want to wear a mask, we want you to do it. If you feel safer at home, we don't want you to come to that rally. Uh, but we, we if, you, if you do feel uh, okay, we want you to come to the rally and have a good time. We're going to be very safe. Um, and uh, we think it's the right time. And my question back to all the folks that uh, say you shouldn't have a rally when is the right time? Do, do we really think that in July or August or in November, uh, coronavirus is not going to be here? Uh, we've got to learn to deal with this. We've got to learn to be safe, take precautions, uh, but we've got to learn to also live our lives. So when is the right time? He, he asked that question, Dave. It's when you feel safe. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very difficult to say when the right time is. There has not been any a statistically rigorous survey that can tell you for sure exactly what the infection rate is or how many people are infected in a, in a particular area. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a roll of the dice. Uh, if, you, if you're going into an environment where you're pretty sure, I mean, you can, you can figure it out as you're walking up to the Tulsa arena. If everybody is in line wearing a mask, mm-hmm. then it's probably pretty safe. If nobody's wearing a mask because they want to show that they, uh, they trust the president or, you know, in terms of his making it optional, uh, then it's probably not safe. And of course, if you're if you're in your 20s and vigorous and healthy, then that's one thing. If you're in your 80s and have uh, congestive heart failure, <laughs> probably not a good idea. But the point is, people are free to make the choice, and we right. see what happens. Whether you agree with it or not, I find this is going to be a great experiment. I mean, a great case study because you know nobody can say for sure if anybody will get sick at the rally. We hope nobody does, but if they do. Now we can look to this. We can possibly track down the latest infection rate for large groups that gather indoors 
in closed spaces. We'll right. have a, we'll have a case study here. And on the other hand, if it turns out nobody gets infected, exactly. then it's t- it's time to play baseball. <laughs> That's right. By the way, people are, are are apparently already camped out in line in front of that arena this morning. I saw that. Uh, and the Oklahoma Supreme Court is expected to make a ruling sometime today about whether to require face masks and social distancing inside the venue. Wow. For this particular venue? For this particular event. This, uh, the state Supreme Court uh, is going Ooh. to make a ruling uh, some sometime today. I didn't know they could do that. I didn't I, either. <laughs> but I guess they can. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.